Yes, let's testify and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Brother Vivek. Yeah, Valerie. Yeah. Uh, praise God. I would like to testify that uh, I was having a, another health issue. Uh, and I understand that it's because of all the worry and fear that I was, um, you know, stressing on. And uh, I was claiming some scriptures, uh, I mean, for it. And I also made a prayer of agreement with Sister Jane and post that I uh, could see the results that I, I was feeling much better. So I want to praise God for that. I also want to praise God for the revelation that he's giving me through his word, because I realize that as I'm yielding myself to renewing my mind, I'm able to understand uh, why it is important to differentiate between a fact, a lie, and holding on to God's truth, regardless of any circumstance. So I just want to thank and praise God for that. I want to thank and praise God for uh, for, for you, for Brother Russell, for Brother Savio, for all who are in the Holy Spirit Brisbane team, for Sister Jane, who has been my prayer, who is my prayer partner, and for all in the JCILM ministry and for their teachings, because I realize that it is only through listening to the word and uh, you know renewing our mind and claiming the promises that I can say that I'm in a better place today. So I want to thank and praise God for that. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to go next? Brother Vivek, uh, this is Annie. I'd like to uh, thank the Lord um, every day for his, uh, his breath upon us all. The uh, Holy Spirit prayer group that we thoroughly blessed with. That always, uh, the morning encounters with Brother Vivek was covers uh i'm not brother vivid sorry um brother russell in in his in his leading prayers and his uh, revelations always covers things uh it just hits the spot every time and um it's it's just it's a good just this uh lean uh lean back every every time to always uh reflect on these um morning encounters and just gives us a, just a, a good focus and clear peace of mind as we start our days. And I'd like to thank the Lord, even at work, that we can recite all these, um, uh, his voice and I and the, the word of God, I confess boldly is that I, every time there's always a situation, I can always uh, read recite one of the I confess boldly's and say out loud and just keep on praising the Lord and uh, he just keeps continually uh, looking over us and instructing us and teaching us in the way we should go and I like to thank God just to the tremendous manifestations that come upon us and, and just uh, even in the reality of situations um in problems, it always keeps it at, at a minimum because it could be, to me, I believe that um, it, could, it could be uh, worse when you uh, 
when you don't acknowledge him and you don't praise him, I just like to think just a blessing in the and his faithfulness that he's got upon us all. And just uh, we just uh, experience the, uh, the change in, the, in our situations. I like to uh, always praise and give glory to him in our presence. And just, the, just in our everyday lives. So, and I like to hear all these, uh, the Bible teachings as well. Every five days, you just after a good week uh, and the, just sit down and uh, opens up our minds and hearts again and for a good weekend and just uh, always uh, go to bed with a good peaceful restful sleep and wake up every morning restored and redeemed all the time ready to take on the world again and um, I'd like to thank the Lord also in uh, when there is doubts and sort of experiences that uh, we do not like, it also makes us, our faith stronger and always calls upon him and uh, he's always there. That's what we always count for and um, I can't do anything. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm nothing without him and this is what it does. Every time he's with us, it's just like uh, he's, he's, he's uh, there, like you've seen uh, people in our physical world. He's, he's, uh, it's just like that. And I just like, and I'm, it's always, and I'm blessed that I throughout all these years that he's, uh, that I've been with this group for about nearly five years now. So, um, yeah, it's just like uh, I've got another dad in my life, stuff like that. And um, it's, it's such a blessing. I thank everyone. I think just uh, yeah, praising the Lord and his, the angels and ministering spirits that we can call upon it. Every time they kept guide and instruct us on the way we should go, and and as his word does not fail, and uh, it's just like a, he's in the physical realm as well. It's just and we're blessed. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Ani. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to share their testimony and give glory to God. You yes, finish your talk. Yeah, Libya. Go ahead. First, I would like to. Thank Jesus Almighty for the mighty favors in our life. For every breath that we take, it is a testimony to God's grace. Like you said, uh, brother, we never realize that even this breath that we take today is because of the mercy of God. And all of all of my life, I never realized this. I, I was very unfaithful, but God has always been faithful always been faithful he never let us down in any tough situation that came our way but we always were lifted up from that pit so that gives me the strength and courage now that no matter how the situations are we know that god is by our, our side and we must be like peter always focus on god learn to focus on god because when peter focused on god he could do the impossible he could walk on water when he started looking at his surroundings, like our symptoms, like our situations in life, we started drowning. So I'm always reminded of that verse, to focus on Jesus, to meditate on his word, to meditate on his promises, because he's a faithful, loving, wonderful God. And I see his blessings on our life. Every day, we do not realize how he's blessing us, but he keeps blessing us all the time. 
the day the days keep getting better and better and i want to thank jesus thank the holy spirit for helping me realize this to help me acknowledge this and give him praise and thanks all the time keep his word on my mouth all the time i was never like this i would never pray but now i'm strengthened so much by the spirit to keep praying all the time keep giving praises and thanks even if the situation the circumstances look bleak but i know that he has already blessed us and i keep giving thanks thank you brother vivek for nourishing my soul with this wisdom that i can now give thanks to god in all situations i was never like this i would i would panic i would cry i would not sleep at night but now things are so different in my life my focus is on jesus my focus is on my mighty god because i know joy comes in the morning tomorrow will be even better so that is my hope and my belief all the time that tomorrow things will manifest healings will manifest for the glory of god and that is my firm belief and i want to thank this group for all the teachings i've been going through the earlier teachings now and i don't know it fills me with so much joy and peace when i go through them when i listen the prayers at the end they're they're so powerful so thank you um thank you brother and thanks all everybody all glory to god thank you jesus Amen. thank you jesus thank you sir yes anyone else would like to testify and give glory to god this is jane kepler yes jane Yeah. I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by, brother. Uh, want to thank the Lord for the powerful anointing during this praise and worship session. Um, I joined in. I logged in nearly before Sister Sharon could come, but the Lord said, uh, but He was even before me, and I could find we are Sister Sharon could uh, testify to that. And we felt a great anointing even before we could uh, start the praise and worship. And I really thank the Lord for this anointing. Uh, it was as though the sister Shine was close to me, uh, singing together. Uh, really felt, I felt a great presence during the praise and worship. Brother. And uh, I, I, I extend a warm welcome to all those who have joined new to this group. I can testify before that as I, as I am blessed, they are blessed more mightily than me. Because um, when I joined the group, I could feel the presence, the spirit, the oneness in the spirit in this group. as early as joined uh, not it didn't take much time to do, to get that presence for me so i really uh, confessify to all those who have joined that they will feel the same presence the same spirit hovering over all of them and uh, thank the teaching for the last week last week teaching brother uh, the throughout this week i could feel there was great there was a great anointing uh, i can say i was totally disconnected from the world uh, i was in a different world the world that uh, I can say um, I was not able to do any other work other than the word to read the word, reading, 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 and meditating, and uh, exploring with the desire. It, it couldn't, but my spirit couldn't stop it. So uh, I, uh, I could feel that. I could feel the presence. I could feel the anointing, the desire, the whole week. And even I called Brother Russell, and uh, I was praying with him. I was really in tears uh, on Wednesday. ஒரு 
um, the scripture has the, that scripture has dotted been fulfilled for you. Um, this sickness is not for death, but it is for your glory to be revealed, and uh, it is something more. Uh, so I, I really the Holy Spirit wanted me to all of you in the group now to pray with me that uh, the Lord gives me the wisdom and the discernment, and He guides me in the right path to where I have to go. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, Lord, that the sister who is a gift to our prayer group, Lord, let your wisdom that you bless Solomon with, let that same wisdom be imparted upon her. Lord, wisdom to know what is right from wrong, to judge and discern spirits that are from this world and the spirit that is not of this world, so that she hopes in the path that you have ordained for her. Let your plan be fulfilled in her life until her last breath. Let her always praise you worship you give glory and continue with her mission of saving souls every day of her life bringing more and more souls to the lord because that is what you'll be calling us on the day of judgment and asking us what have you done with this life i gave you on earth let us also know and all of us know that this body is not ours it is bought by jesus we are only caretakers of this body and we are accountable for every act that we do in the flesh and remember the flesh is not saved it's only your spirit that is saved so god we know that only with your grace and with your mercy we can move forward and be strengthened by your holy word and that the holy spirit ensure that we make our prayer our strongest our worship strong and reading and meditating the word strong bless jane with everything lord that she needs in her life let her never lack, always have plenty. And let her be a blessing to millions of people all across the world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. And the scripture I got today was Haggai 2 9, brother. The latter glory will be more than the former glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. Hallelujah, brother. Yeah. I want to thank and praise the Lord for his mercies, for new friends that he has given me. Uh, I want to thank the Lord specially for the outings that I've been having since the 15th of August. I went to Mumbai for prayer. Then again, it was 19th that I had the retreat. And again, it was this 10th of September that I went with another group of people. So I thank and praise the Lord for, for the courage that he has given me to go alone and to meet new people and to experience God's goodness. Today's hymn that you sang, the goodness of God, yes, it chases, it is chasing after me. And I thank and praise the Lord for this beautiful work that he is doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Yes, who else would like to go and testify and give glory to God? Brother Vivek, I'll go next. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. Um, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, uh, for giving us, for giving me the breath of life and the opportunity to be here today to glorify your name so much as you're so deserving of so much praise, honor, worship, and adoration. You're the God of God, the King of Kings. And thank you for your blessings, your graces, and your faithfulness that chases us every second of every day of my life even when i'm unfaithful and for that god i'm so sorry 
firstly, I want to thank God that I'm part of this uh, amazing, uh, I, I was part of the amazing prayer and worship today. I really get the opportunity to be part of it. And it was so amazing. Um, it just brought me into that holy presence today. And uh, it, the, the experience is just um, indescribable. Lord, I want to give glory to God today uh, for ingraining the teaching and helping me implement the power of words. Uh, on Thursday, Sim came to me and said, Mom, I think I've left my work laptop on the ferry. And in normal circumstances, I would say, how could you be so careless and irresponsible? But and, and immediately I would like, you know, just go off on a rant. But I started pray, praying and I claimed Luke 12, 2, 3, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, not hidden, that will not be known. And I claimed this promise for her. I turned around, I looked at her and I said, just go to the office and I believe that your laptop will be there. And I give praise to God. She went there and she messaged me saying that the laptop was there. So, so much glory, so much praise. Uh, I also wanted to thank God uh, and, and, you know, through you, Brother Vivek, and the teaching, the, the you know, powerful, spiritual teaching. Uh, normally, when Sim, normally Sim comes to me, uh, where after every assignment, every exam, it is like, Mom, I haven't done well. Um, and I would, you know, my words to her will be so shocking, really. I'd say, oh, at least you'll pass, right? <laughs> and now, like last, after this teaching, she, whenever she approaches me, I'd say, oh, you know, babes, I said, you're going to do so well. You're going to get the highest marks. You're going to get distinctions. And actually, she got one assignment after that. And she got like almost, she got 18.5 18 out of 20. So like God's word is so powerful. His promises are so true. And uh, I think this te the, the teaching every day, we, we come here mainly because not just to listen, but we take away something that we want to implement during the week and through our lives, which will make us better every single day and closer to God. And thank, I thank Brother Russell for an amazing, amazing teaching on spiritual warfare. I think it's very pertinent to me at the moment. Uh, there's a lot going on, but I'm, and I think, it's, I think it, it is what I needed to hear. So thank you, Brother. Uh, and also for this amazing prayer group that builds us up daily through the morning reflections, the daily prayer starts, the prayer and worship, which keep us, which keeps us completely in peace and away from the fears of this world, helping us uh, build a relationship with God. And I pray that each one of you within this prayer group and who has who are shepherding us and also all our prayer warriors, they, we stay blessed as a family. Uh, God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, brother, some two days back, as I was praying in tongues, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit so, spoke to me about uh, the goodness of God, that, uh, you know, His goodness chases us all the days of our life. And uh, it is, you know, a God uh, who is in search of his people because he loves us so much. It is like sometimes we are in need and we, you know, seek for God, but God isn't seek. He searches for us all the time, all the time. And uh, we could really see the goodness of God in our life. 
next month it's going to be my mother-in-law's uh, 75th birthday and uh, from a year my husband has been planning you know to take her on a holy land trip uh, saying that this will be my gift to her i will take her and um, uh, since july august uh, we have been you know uh, planning which agent and the right time and every time we used to come uh, into uh an agreement you know for the right agent for the right time for her to be there and she's an arthritis uh, patient so at times she complains of her whole body ache and you know like pain inflammation and all so even before booking the tickets he told i'm taking you she was really happy and she said yes and she said i will do it and uh, even after the tickets were booked and all uh, you know she had inflammation and body pain and she said i don't think i will be you know able to do it so gladwin and me came into agreement not speaking about the storm we said the lord has you know planned this and he will take us and she will have a wonderful trip a blessed trip and um, uh, just last week she had swelling in her knee and uh, it looked really bad so when i saw it uh, i you know we didn't confess we just took her to the doctor and the doctor said yes that she has uh, Uh, she needs to have a knee replacement and the tickets are already booked the 19th of next month she has to travel and um, he said that she needs to do a knee replacement uh, then my husband explained to her over the phone you know because he is we are in dubai and she is in mumbai that uh, this is a situation and uh, we have uh, booked uh, her trip to the holy land so the doctor said uh, see it is necessary it is really bad but maybe then we can do the surgery once she is back she can go uh, now the thing was if she goes if something happens there if there's swelling or whatever then we thought okay maybe we can uh, take her to the holy land and then later we can decide what to do then we took a second opinion and the other doctor said her knee is really so bad that if she uh, goes in this condition if she has an infection it will really cause uh, to be really bad so we came into agreement you know and uh, glad when we pray to the lord that you show us the way and then we explain to the second doctor the situation whatever it was he said uh, we can have the surgery the knee replacement done now and within a month she will recover and uh, this is like all in time before like you know she can uh, go to the holy land so uh, yesterday uh, she had her knee uh, replacement surgery done and the uh, surgery went very well and the doctor said don't worry it will just take a month recovery time she can jump dance and all i give all the glory and thanks to god that he not only planned this trip she would have gone in whatever state she is and she would have not enjoyed the trip not able to you know climb the mountain what whatever but my lord is so so good he gave a new knee that she can you know now go enjoy the trip and glorify for what the lord has done in her life all praise and all glory to god Amen, amen, amen. And it's only possible when we don't speak about the storm because if the Lord has prepared, He will do it. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Sister. Powerful testimony. Thank you. Yes, who else would like to testify? I would like to go next, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I would like to uh, praise and thank God for the gift of life. Every day we wake up in the morning is a I think a testimony by itself. A couple of a uh, few weeks back, uh, Sister Jane had spoken about the power of um, uh, Ezekiel thirty-seven, where we speak to the dry bones. So I had listened to your teaching as well, brother, on this powerful scripture. It is so amazing, and every day from that 
uh, that day onwards, it helps me build a stronger relationship with our awesome God. So I want to praise and thank God for this amazing, amazing scripture, especially when you have death situations. That whole teaching is so amazing. It's not. It's not about getting the you know, getting the um, anointing, but it's mostly building our relationship with our God. So, our, all glory to our God. And I'd like to thank Sister Jane and yourself for this great revelation, uh, brother, through the through the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think more importantly, we need to continue to meditate on this teaching, strengthening our faith, building our faith muscles, and testifying for the greater glory of our God. And I believe and I um, and uh, I pray that I will bring back more testimonies. Um, as I said, this Ezekiel 37 is so, so amazing. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, who else would like to testify and give glory to God? Brother Vivica, I'd just like to praise and thank the Lord for every grace and blessing this week for the scriptures that he's planted on my heart. And I give glory to the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit was waiting for us today. He was waiting to anoint us, to just flow, flow that anointing on us. And I'd like to, to thank the Holy Spirit, thank the Lord for the healings and the blessings that is just imparted to each one today. And we give glory to him just for our very breath and for this this powerful prayer group and the gift of yourself and Brother Russell and Brother Savio and the Rosary team, Sister Jane, and all the prayer warriors. We have amazing prayer warriors and we have to give glory to God for that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I would like Thank to testify God. and give glory to God for all the wonderful things you have taught me during this week. During the storms, even this week was a challenging one for me, but I kept on speaking his favour. I said, Lord, your favor is chasing me and overtaking me. And like I taught in the first, where the Lord taught us that whenever you are in a situation where you can, in the storm, always get into the praise mode. Just keep on praising him, glorifying him, glorifying his name. Just detach and just allow yourself to attach to him. And just get into that mode because that mode is where you don't look at and don't forget the situation, forget what it is. But when you approach that situation after praising him, you see a fresh lease or fresh energy, that fresh anointing where you see things so differently and you come out of it. So that's what the Lord God gave me this week. And I, I would say anyone going through a storm in life, remember, it's difficult to pray when you're in the storm. So all you do is start giving it to the Lord. Just say it's yours, not mine. Come on, the battle is yours. So just give it to him. Start praising him. Uh, just be praise conscious and get into the praise mode. Put that button on, put that switch on. And just remember one thing, or praise in tongues, or praise Him, glorify Him, just give glory to God. Just know that He's so mighty, that this situation is so small, and He's so big. Just like David and Goliath. Goliath was so small, and God was so big. So let's, and that's what I learned this week. And I know I'll be out of the storm soon. <laughs> and it's just, it's just that, that praise is going to be so wonderful, uh, that it, it just takes us to the next level in our relationship with God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you for the privilege, Lord, to be part of this blessed prayer group. Thank you for every ministry, Lord, that we serve. 
Thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you pour on us, Lord, every single morning, Lord, every single day. Thank you for covering us in your precious blood, Lord, every member of the prayer group and their families. Thank you, Lord, for your word, for your Holy Spirit, and for your revelations. Thank you, Lord, for working for our good, Lord, in every situation in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings, your favor, Lord, your goodness that chases every member of the Brisbane Prayer Group and their families, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the spiritual authority that you have given us, Lord, that we can use it to destroy every evil plan of the enemy. Thank you, Lord, for the destiny helpers that you have brought into our lives. Thank you, Lord, for every new thing that you are working in every member's life, Lord, and in their families, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Brother Vivek, this is Janela. Yeah, Janela. I would like to thank and praise God for the gift of life, for his mercy, his grace, his healing, and his love that he showers upon me and my family. I thank the Lord for his hedge of protection that is always around my family and my home. I thank the Lord for this week gone by and for the plans that he has for us and for being a way maker in our lives, for forming pathways for us. Thank you, Jesus, for opening doors for us. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful prayer group, this praying family that we all are a part of. Today, I had the opportunity to lead the 3 p.m. rosary, and I logged in 25 minutes before time. And there were already 8 to 10 of our prayer warriors waiting to pray and intercede for all. How beautiful it is to see everyone show up as one family every day to pray for the needs and the intentions of all. Thank and praise you, Jesus, for your goodness chases me and overtakes me and my family. Even then, I'm not so good to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And let's not forget, Mother Mary is the backbone of this prayer group. She's the chief intercessor. And obviously, without her intercession, we cannot run the, the different sessions. So the Holy Spirit, Brisbane prayer group, especially the, the rosary team and all the people Janela, who, Sister Janela, who leads that team, along with all the others who are so wonderful, each and every one. It's, it's so powerful and so wonderful. I'm part of it every day. I'm so blessed to be part of the whole the rosary group as well. I would encourage you all, if you have time, please attend the rosary and pray as one family because that also is very important. And just like the morning encounters where Brother Russell, direct revelations from the Holy Spirit and such wonderful revelations. And also to be part of Brother Savio's are reflections which are direct downloads by the Holy Spirit. I know that God has mightily blessed that brother and uh, that's a spoken word through him as if he's speaking to us directly through that situation. And look, all this is all for the glory of God. So if you are blessed, please invite someone, share this testimony, share the teaching, invite someone, bless someone with this. What a wonderful gift to give the prayer group to somebody. All they have to do is just click on a link, download the Telegram app and be part of it. And please remember to post all your testimonies and post all your prayer requests because remember we are praying for you. We all want to pray for one another. This is a family. This is not a prayer group. It's a family. And we, we care for each and every one. So please post all your prayer requests. And, and uh, yeah, someone who would like to know something about the rosary, Brother Russell will be, will be announcing and making announcements after this. He will talk about the rosary and it's very beautiful. I attend it every day. I'm there except for Fridays, obviously, because of work. 
but every day monday to thursday i'm there and it's so beautiful i tell you please attend it is so peaceful and wonderful uh, quickly i would like to pray for the ones who have invited a lot of people last week to our prayer group uh, can you please put your hand i would like to know the person who has invited other people to our prayer group just put your hand up there yeah jane there would be someone else there are many people who joined so i would like to bless you on and i tell you when i'm saying this it is god's blessing it's not me if you have invited someone to join the prayer group and because of you they have joined uh okay another thing if you have invited someone to this today's prayer session and they have joined put your hand up as well it's just not the prayer group or if you have invited someone to go through some sessions and they have gone through please put your hand up again let you be blessed and for the others as well who have sent even if you have not put your hand up but you have actually gone out of your way to send they invite to people uh so that they could join even if they have not joined you had the intent of going ahead and sharing that i'd like to pray for you father in jesus name i come in agreement with all our brothers and sisters lord for the ones who have got this mission in them to invite people not just to this prayer group but to anywhere in the world where the word of god is preached so that people accept jesus christ as lord and savior of their life and as a result grace comes as a free gift to them and because jesus is in their life their whole family is saved so these are the prayer warriors who go all out of their way lord lord whatever gifts we may be having of the holy spirit it is not the gifts that are important it is the fruit that is important that's what your word says you know a person by the fruit because the fruit is cultivated a gift is always free so let us not just look at the gift but what the fruit and that is what the holy spirit does for these people who are going all out to bring christ to the people in the world we also thank and praise you for all the new members who have joined over the last week to the telegram group and the ones who have come for morning session the morning encounters the evening rosary and also sharing the teachings or sharing even the morning encounters or brother savio's reflections people who share testimonies to keep the group alive people who share their prayer requests and their needs and people have become so easily freely sharing their testimonies they don't feel anything that oh what if i write it it's just so just like a family and lord you always you're the one who's the source of this joy and happiness lord bless these people lord mightily please stretch your hands lord these are the hands that are always going to be giving never taking lord always on top never beneath always ahead never behind always having more to give others because they will continue their giving you will continue their the filling you will do the filling and they'll do the giving giving of every area of their life their time their money their everything that they can give for the glory of god 
let us not forget the poor and the needy who look for us for our compassion because in them is Christ as well what you do to the least of my brethren that you do unto me let us choose to also bless them and let us not forget that we have to continue blessing the churches with with the money that we earn because they run based on our blessings let us be generous with our blessings towards the churches we attend so that the church also runs well thank and praise you lord that your favor come upon their life and let your goodness always overtake and chase them bless them lord with your grace and wisdom so that they do their ministry the ministry of evangelizing and bringing more souls for christ for many who have not even put their hands there i know many of you who are evangelizing but you are not put your hand up i pray even for you that the holy spirit knows who you are and blesses you with that favor and may you live till a very ripe old age and may the glory of god always be upon you and whoever you come in contact with you will be blessed because of your presence in their life amen thank you jesus okay so anyone else one or two last testimonies quick ones okay only one Brother, minute not more than next yeah yeah quick one okay yeah I want to say thank you to our heavenly father for the breath of life and for all that he has done doing and will do in our lives. I thank the Lord for the roof over our heads, the food on the table, the clothing, the people in my lives, our destiny helpers and our jobs. I also thank the Lord for answered prayers, my child's normal medical reports. Thank you Lord. I also pray and thank the lord in advance for answering all the prayers we are praying for for ourselves and for those who have asked us for our prayers thank you brother for teaching us to just praise the lord when we are in the storm yes it's just very difficult to pray but by just praising the lord and thanking the lord it helps so much to go through the very tough times that we go through knowing that we are not alone but it is jesus who is with us Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank you. Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, sister. Yeah, one last testimony. Who else would like to go quickly? One minute only. Brother, I will give the testimony since I have joined now, brother. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Angel. Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Just I want to thank the Lord for the gift of life that He has given, and I have lifted the for my daughter as she was having the throat and uh, ear pain. and for the medical that she wanted to do for a pr and i thank the lord that he had healed her completely and the report also medical report also was normal brother because we were intense like what would be the report but thank the lord he has made the report very normal and everything is going on well i thank and praise the lord for everything answering our prayer and taking care of us i thank the lord praise the lord jesus thank you lord thank you jesus thank you lord praise you jesus and also thank and praise god for the ones that keep inviting others if that is your ministry remember always be in charge of getting more people to attend the friday prayer group you know who you are because god has a calling upon your life to invite more people so that people are blessed if this is in your heart as i speak put an amen so that during this whole prayer during this whole teaching i'll keep you in prayer as well so that people come remember the most difficult is to invite someone to come and listen to the word of god because we have the prince of the world who does not want 
anything to do with the word of God. But this ministry is important because you invite everyone. Even now at the 11th hour, if someone can come and join this teaching, someone's life could be blessed, some one person. So let's go out and bring someone. If they come, God bless them. Brother Russell, could you share your testimony and also the announcement, please? Thank you. Thank you, brother. I'd like to thank God for his mercy, his grace upon my life. Every single day, every moment of every day, he's doing something new in my life. And my testimony today is that he is still creating a testimony on me. He who began a good work in us, just like uh, Philippians 1.6 says, if he has begun the good work in us, he will not leave it incomplete. So if you are struggling there and you are wondering, Lord, where are you? What's happening? There is no movement in our life. He's not done with you yet. That's the only message I can give today. And I'd like to thank God that he reminds me of his word every single day. And he teaches me something new that helps my prayer life, that helps my personal journey, that helps me grow in the spirit every single day. There may or may not be physical manifestations of things around me, but spiritually there is definitely a huge edification that takes place every moment of every day. So I'm just enjoying that relationship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit every moment. And I'd like to thank you, Lord, that uh, despite all my weaknesses, despite all my failures, despite all the shortcomings, despite all my tantrums, you do not give up on me. You continue to be with me. You continue to edify me. You continue to lift me up and you continue to bless me in every way possible. And I thank you, Lord, for all the blessing, not only upon me, upon my family, but also on this house for all the testimonies that we see here that are part of this house. I'd just like to thank you, Lord, that you are doing wonders in every single life here, spiritually and physically. And I pray that verse 3, John 1, 2, over everyone's life, so that as we are edified by the teachings on the word during this current series, as we grow spiritually, let us also prosper physically by applying what we have learned here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll just quickly make a couple of announcements as well before we get into um, today's teachings so that we don't lose much time here. So warm welcome to all those that have joined us for the first time. And if you have invited friends again, God bless you. I have shared a link on YouTube. I'll share it on our chat in the Zoom uh, chat as well. If you are not part of this Telegram group, you're part of this session here today. Have a look at that link in your chat group. You need to download the Telegram app from your Play Store or App Store and then click this link. You can join the prayer group where you can post your prayer requests and others will pray with you. It doesn't matter if they don't know you or they're not your friends or they're not the person that invited you. Just post your request there and say, brothers and sisters, can you please pray with me on this and post that request there. And at the same time, uh, we've also got multiple sessions that are being run uh, that are being run through the day and through the week. And then we have reflections that are being posted there as well. So that will help you grow in your word knowledge, in your understanding of the Bible. And hopefully the, the ultimate objective there is to bless your prayer life and your relationship with Jesus. So do, do join those sessions whenever you can. Uh, we run morning encounters at 7 a.m. every morning, 365 days a year. 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, that is. And you can convert to your local time zone if you're not in Australia and join accordingly. Or you could alternatively join, uh, uh, listen to the recordings that are posted on our YouTube and our Spotify podcast channel. 
We also have the daily rosary and divine mercy sessions that are run every evening, Monday to Thursday. They run at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So I had, I've seen a question in the chat earlier asking about India time. So in India time, it would be 2.30 p.m. in the afternoon, Monday to Thursday. And then on Fridays, we run them at 3 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So that's probably around 10.30 in the morning, India time. If you are not able to make that rosary session during the live session there as well, do not worry. Just hop onto our YouTube channel. You'll find a recording of it there. As soon as the live session is finished, the recording is available. So you can go at your convenience, whatever suits you during the day, go and pray with that recording, pray the rosary with that recording. We also have Brother Savio's reflections that are posted every day, 365 days a year again. And he also includes a nice, wonderful prayer starter at the end of those reflections. So that will help you with whatever you understood and whatever revelation you received in that reflection. That will help you make your prayer with it. You can use it in your family prayer. You can use it as part of your personal daily prayer. And you can just add it to your repository of you know, what revelations you are receiving from the word. So that the Holy Spirit is then able to work with whatever word knowledge is in you. Because unfortunately, he's only limited to whatever word knowledge we have. So if we choose to stay away from reading that word, there is not much room that we are giving him to work within us. So please do read your Bibles as well with that. And then lastly, we have our Friday Bible study sessions that are run every Friday evening, starting from 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So you can join us every Friday on Zoom or on YouTube Live. Or alternatively, you can... Uh, listen to the recordings that are available on YouTube as well as our Spotify podcast page. You can look us up by searching the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group on Spotify. I'll also lastly share a link to our I Confess Boldly Scriptures in case you don't have it. You can download the PDF here. You see it in the chat on both places on YouTube as well as on Zoom. You can use that link to download the I Confess Boldly. And just one more thing I just remembered. So Brother Johnson of JCILM, you probably would know him, may or may not know him, is visiting us in Brisbane from the 5th to the 12th of October. So I've posted a flyer in the Telegram group that covers a part of that itinerary over the weekend. If you are in or around Brisbane and would like to join us, you can join us at any of those sessions there. So on the weekend, we've got Saturday and Sunday, we've got full day sessions at two different churches in Morgul and Wilston. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we've got evening sessions at St. Flannan's Church in Zilmia, north of Brisbane. But he's also going to be here on the Thursday and Friday before that weekend. So you can, uh, we'll post further information as we come closer to that date. And you can come join us at any of those sessions, receive uh, blessings. There would be healing and deliverance sessions as well that would be run there. So please share that flyer with your friends and family that you know are in and around Brisbane and invite them to come join us during those days. Praise God. Bless you all. Thank you, brother. Yeah, let's get into the presence of the Lord now. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Give you praise. I give you glory. Give you honor. Thank you, Lord. Father, I come into you in the into your holy presence in the name of Jesus. And I cover and seal every word I speak, every prayer I make. 
every word that leaves his lips be ordained by your grace and your wisdom let the words that leave my mouth be your words lord and let your mighty power be there teach me to listen to the holy spirit and obey him and do exactly what he tells me during this session during during my whole life i repent of every sin i've committed in the flesh lord any thought anything that i've done wrong in the flesh i repent from my heart anything in the spirit flesh body mind body spirit and i forgive every enemy in my life and i bless them to have plenty in every area there be plenty of christ in their life thank you lord as we speak the power of the words let's remember to speak this because this is one of the most powerful scriptures in our bible which talks about the word leaving our mouth you could say this after me and be blessed as well as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater so is my word that goes out from my mouth it will not return to me empty but will accomplish what i desire and achieve the purpose for which i sent it and i send it out now in faith in the mighty name of jesus thank and praise you lord thank you lord yeah thank you jesus praise you jesus let's start our session so last week anyone who understood anything that touched you last week about taming your tongue anyone could write what touched you is there something that has shifted in your spoken word are you being very conscious about what you speak and how you speak is there something that has shifted it's important to understand whether we are applying what we are learning and if there's something that has helped you what has helped you i mean can you put a word down there if you feel uh you know the last session has actually helped you in your actual life it's not just in your prayer life but in your work life you were actually in your work and now the words that you used to use now you're being careful and cautious about what's leaving that mouth because the spirit of the lord is telling you be careful i just want to know are we practically allowing the holy spirit now not just in our prayer pattern which is very important that's our daily you know go to or in our daily life where we are actually going to work in the work where we are most of the time in the office or doing our business during that time you know i say god is not just the god in the church he's in our office when we make those decisions when we actually do the work how is the spoken word is it changing so if we are imbibing this into our daily life because christ is not just the word that is in the bible it is the word that has the authority of our life and you know you got to take it cautiously now today we're going to learn a couple of things we pray that we finish both parts learning to say what god says and also 
how to be a mature Christian? And we've got a little time, so we've got to cover a lot. Let's take scripture and let's get to the first part of our teaching. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. It's our first scripture for the day. Thank you, Jesus. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. Okay. So what is the Lord saying in this, uh, you know, when he's trying to address the people? So we don't talk right at times, okay? The conversation, for some reason, as a child, may not be the same as we have to grow up. And the Lord wants us to grow up in spirit. He just does not want us to just have milk and not solid food. So this whole chapter, 1 Corinthians 3, teaches us that what Paul teaches us. If we want to walk with God, what should we do? Should we agree with God or disagree with God or fight with God? Many of us fight and say, Lord, why me? Why not somebody else? Or should we agree with him? What do you think? These are questions, okay? So that we learn and build it up accordingly. Now, suppose a husband and wife are going for a walk, but each of them are pulling each other in different directions. Would they be able to walk ahead? Brother Savio? No, brother. At the same time, can, can we pull and go against God's direction and expect a very good or joyful life? It's a question. And then God says in, in, okay, take me to Amos chapter 3, verse 3. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Pray in tongues as well, okay? In silent tongues. For people who have silent tongues, use that. Amos 3, verse 3. The next verse. Third verse. Do two walk together unless they have agreed to do so? So, do two walk together except that, you know, another version says make an appointment and have agreed amongst chapter 3 verse 3. Uh, many people decide to take a walk together. They agree that, uh, you know, to walk at a particular time. Many times couples after dinner go for a walk um, and they have you know, a pleasant walk that they've agreed to go together or uh, and they have made an appointment that they have to go or do something together. Maybe it be reading together or cooking together. Say on a weekend, let's make a meal together. Okay, we agree over something. Okay, whenever you agree over something and you're in agreement, both of you are on the same page. 
I'm taking it in the physical now, and then we understand the spiritual. Okay. Now, if you agree with someone, Savio. Yes. How do you feel when you are in agreement? All of you are aligned to do something. Say you agree to go out for fishing. Okay. Say five friends have decided to come. Okay, and agree on Saturday morning at six o'clock we'll meet at a jetty and we'll all come with our rods and you know with the bait and they're looking forward. Now tell me one thing: when all of you are agreed and you'll have a special WhatsApp group that you create, okay, fishing, yes. and all of us you know come together. Are we excited for that yes. fishing trip that yes. is going to be happening on a sat on a Sunday morning? You're planning for yes. Saturday in the coming week on six o'clock yes. in the morning. Are you looking forward to it? Yes, absolutely. Yes. I'm talking about it. This could be we are talking about fishing, but maybe ladies have decided, you know, that there's going to be, um, you know, a church feast happening, and you all have decided to cook something uh, for the church. Okay, say ten of you have decided to come together, and you are going to, you know, cook for something, and that's going to be an event. And there are some dishes that are, you know. Very, very different. Okay, let's let's understand. Just a Monty Fest just went by. You know, it was Mother Mary's birthday on the eighth. Okay, and many people decided to make certain dishes. Now you know it's coming after a month, but are you excited when you agree together that we'll all come together, we'll all, uh, you know, ensure that we work together? How is that agreement? Uh, you know, how do you feel? I'm talking about all of you. It could be cooking. It could be reading together. It could be, you know, couples maybe deciding let's go to the gym together. Let's agree that even after we come from work, after we finish all our work, eight to nine in the evening, every day we decide to go to the gym. Okay, or maybe early morning when we get up. The question here is when there's an agreement between two parties or many, all work together with a common goal. Are we getting this? Yes. In Matthew eighteen nineteen, when we make that prayer, you have noticed the prayer never gets, never gets, never fails. It's always an answered prayer. How many of you agree with me? You're stuck in a situation. The quick, quickest prayer you can make is just a prayer of agreement. Just a prayer of agreement. You have, we have learned it in the Holy Spirit Brethren Prayer Group that you know you can just make an agreement prayer with anyone. If you have no one, I said, let's take the Holy Spirit. He's there with us all the time, and you just get into now. Say, brother, but I never understood this. Okay, someone who's hearing me for the first time. If you don't have a prayer partner, you can't wait for a prayer partner. The Holy Spirit is your prayer partner. So all you do is say, Father, I come in the name of Jesus. Your word says in Matthew eighteen nineteen, when two of us agree on earth on anything, it shall be done by my Father in heaven. And Father, me and the Holy Spirit. Agree in one spirit upon your request, and I believe in my heart that this request has been is answered in Jesus' mighty name. And you release it, and I tell you, He's answered. Yeah, Rashmi, I know you have always you sisters pray together and have so many testimonies. But this can be with children as well. Teach your children to make, you know, to have agreement prayers. Bring this simple. Matthew eighteen nineteen. Brother, take me to Matthew eighteen nineteen, so that you know people who are here can use it in their daily life. This is a very easy prayer, just one scripture, and you know it can really, 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 you know it's God's promise. Okay. 
for the ones who have not used it and would like to use it. This is the scripture. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you on earth agree upon anything, the word about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So the question here is, only if God wills, it will be done. Correct? I mean, the word of God says that only if God feels like doing it, he will do it. Otherwise, he may choose or may not choose to do it. What does the word say? So the sub. When you agree about anything, brother. So when it says, when you agree upon anything they ask for, it will be done for them. Now, when you hear done, when Jesus says, Lord, this is my prayer request, and he says it's done, it's answered. How do you feel? When the Lord of Lords says it's done, he's actually saying physically he's in front of you as a person, and he says, okay, this is what I asked. Okay, it's done. Just relax, it's done. How would you feel? Confident? Now, it's the same Jesus speaking to us through his word and saying, it's done for you. You made the prayer. You asked. This is the promise. Father looks at it and says, did I promise it? Yeah, he says, yes, I made this and said that if they ask in your name, you ask about anything on earth and it will be done by my father in heaven. So they have agreed upon it. Now, the main thing is the agreement. Do we agree? You get this. It's so beautiful in our physical life when we agree upon something. Say friends decide to go out to a restaurant or like alumni or your school friends after 20 years decide to meet. You know, if it's this year end in December, they're going to meet at a place, say, you know, they'll go to Thailand or Bali. Okay, from different parts of the world, you know, they're going to be coming because obviously people have moved on to different parts. How excited would you be when you agree to come going there? Would you be waiting for December to come? Are we getting this? Yes. So if we are in the physical, agree over something, the same thing in the spirit. When we agree over an answered prayer, it's answered. Okay? Take me to 11.6 of Hebrew again. Again, this is not part of teaching, but quickly I want to go there because in a prayer life, many of us When we try to go into the Holy of Holies, God expects us to have faith. Because grace is not earned. It's always by faith or by answered prayer. That's all by faith in the finished works of, of the Lord. Hebrews 11.6. Now this whole chapter of Hebrews 11 is on faith. Okay, if anyone wants to get strong in the faith, just read this chapter. It will really, really help you a lot. Okay. Um, I just want you to understand the scripture and understand when you go to the Father in the name of Jesus, okay, you're walking in the heavenly realm because you know when you've spoken the name Jesus, you're moved there in faith. But what you're expecting there is, Father, now I have come here. 
can you choose to not have faith now? Is it possible? My question to all of you. Because this is critical in our prayer. So when you're praying and you say, Father, I come in the name of Jesus, you have actually moved there in that realm of the spirit where now it's the holy of the holies because you're gone with the passport, with the blood of the lamb, you're moved in there. God says, you have to have faith and without faith, it is impossible to please him because anyone who comes to him must believe he exists and that he rewards means what? If you are gone there with a request, would your prayer be answered? Because you're going to seek him. Seek him means you're going to ask for something. And the reward means he has given it to you. Please remember the scripture, Hebrews 11.6. Whenever you go to the Father, even if your situation is absolutely in doldrums or not anywhere close to what you expect because your eyes see something else, when you walk there, you just say, Lord, I know I've answered it. You've answered it. And I thank you, Lord, because you always reward those who seek you. And I believe that you exist. And I come here with my faith in the finished works of Jesus on the cross. And I know, Lord, Father, Father God, that you have heard me. You always hear me. And this is an answered prayer. This same thing was used by Jesus in John chapter 11. In fact, this is the same prayer. Is anyone using John 11? This was a teaching that we had done, remember? When, when Jesus raises Lazarus. I know Sister Jane uses this. But there are, there, is there anyone else who uses that? Father, I thank you that you have heard me and you always hear me. Can you take me there to that scripture as well, please, brother? So powerful. First only, Jesus has said that you have already heard me. And that's a heralding, actually, just the same way as we speak Isaiah 55, 10, 11, over every session, what we are saying, our word that will leave our mouth, will always be an answer prayer. So I've already declared it. It has to come to pass. Now, it was, come down. Yeah, come down. Actually, someone can go through this whole meditation, okay? And just see how when this is Jesus talking to you. Okay. No, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is the prayer. Okay. Whether you want to read it and right up to, right up till you sent me. Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. Okay. And then he says with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Now, if you have Lazarus in your life, who's Lazarus? Is it a living situation or a dead situation? Dead situation. Amen. Brother. Thank you. Sister Jane, this is Ezekiel 37, an actual practicality is in where Jesus himself used it. It's John 11. He was speaking to a dead situation. 
and then once you make this prayer speak to that dead situation and ask it to come out are we getting this this prayer is very powerful okay if you start using this you will have testimonies you start giving testimonies these are for dead situations absolutely your lazarus was dead okay so um go a little ahead yeah so can you go on top actually i just want you also to meditate on this scripture you can do this okay um john 11 now remember your situation you're tapping to your situation and saying my situation is dead and what is jesus saying your situation will rise again you're using you're changing the brother the word your brother and the lord is saying your situation will rise again amen and then you are saying i know it will rise lord on the last day and then jesus talking to you in red and he's saying to you again you read it out okay this is the spoken word from your side as well that jesus says i am the resurrection and the life the one who believes in me will live even though he did die and whoever lives by believing in me will never die do you believe this and the lord is talking to you and what should be your reply yes lord was 27 yes lord i believe you are the messiah the son of the son of god who has come into the world and so as you go through this whole meditation let jesus talk to you and you reply the same way and then when you come to the point of your dead situation who's the lazarus in your life who is the lazarus of your life it could be a dead job could be a dead marriage it could be a dead health it could be a dead end of your life it could be a situation where you're mentally lost you don't want to live anymore it could be that situation let that lazarus be raised up by jesus are we getting this if someone being blessed okay this is not part of my teaching but see how the holy spirit helps us okay thank you to sister jane for making me think of ezekiel 37 uh, it brought us to that okay let's go now to scripture back again let's uh, so who's the high priest of our confession question Amen. If brother Russell is there, you can get all the answers with you. Right. Okay. It's Hebrews chapter four, verse fourteen. Quickly, all this has to be underlined in your Bible. And for someone who really wants to pray John eleven, I will tell you, you will see miracles in your life. Amen to this, because Jesus is a miracle worker. Okay. So John eleven is to be your meditation. Okay. Remember Jesus talking to you. He's not. You don't listen, but you also speak and go through that whole John eleven. and then put your situation and see things work for you yeah so yeah go read 414 therefore since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven jesus the son of god let us hold firmly to the faith we profess can you take me on another version of this please we king james what are we in and i be there seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession it says profession but it's our confession okay 
So whenever we hold fast to our confession, uh, that is what would change the way we operate. So God is saying to hold fast to our confession. Now the written word of God. The Bible is God's written word, okay, for us in our life. And we all know that. God wants his word to become part of us. And to some extent, if you are thinking some thoughts, how do you know whether these thoughts are right or not? So when you are in the word, you will question it and say, does God authorize this? Are we getting this? So does the word of God authorize this decision which I'm making or this thought which is coming? If it is not from God, you will definitely nip it in the bud or cut it at that point when from the root. Because the moment the thought is in you, that will become the desire of your heart. So let the written word of God be your guide for your daily life. It's like your GPS telling you which side to go. Are we getting this? So do not wait only for brother brothers Russell or brother Vivek or brother Savio's reflection. That's part of you. You will keep listening. But let that relationship, brother Russell spoke of relationship, be established. If that is critical, without that relationship, all this will not matter. Because someday trouble will come in your life and you will run up. Are we getting this? Let, this? let the word of God fall on fertile soil. So even in the day of trouble, your word is deep into your, deep into your spirit. And you know God has a plan for me. He can turn anything in my favor. So that's very, very critical and important. Okay. So God wants his word to become part of our daily life. He wants us to guide our lives according to it. His word is truth and it is filled with wisdom. It's full of life and power. Okay. That's what we know. You know, the word of God is alive and active. Hebrews 4 12. Now, in Psalm 119, can you take me to the Psalm? The very first verse, if you come down, yeah, take me an IV notes. So if you look at it, you know, God, David keeps blessing it. He says, blessed are those who ways are blameless, who walk according to the laws of the Lord. Okay. Laws of the Lord means according to God's word. Okay. Um, we are blessed if we order our conduct and conversation in the law of the Lord. That's what David says. And he literally says that we need to do what God does and say what he says. Do we agree to this? All of you. Okay, with that, let me just give you a small story now. And let's put this into a perspective. This can help someone, okay? And if you are happy with me, the Holy Spirit tells me, like, if all of you agree, okay, we have to agree. Okay, we are one family. Okay? It's not the preacher who has any power. Um, let's understand from an 89-year-old lady, how she had joy in her even in dark moments. Let me give an example. So there's one elderly lady. Okay. So her, her name was Mary. Okay. And she was elderly. She was 89 years old. 
Now she had diabetes, arthritis, and as a result of pressure that robbed her of her vision and her ability to walk. So when her niece Irene goes to visit her, she expected, what would you expect a lady who has no eyesight, who cannot walk, and who has got health issues? How would be her situation? Would she be very happy or should we be complaining, grumbling and saying, I wish I didn't have that. I wish, I'm just asking, let's be honest and upfront. How would you feel? If a situation like that happened to anyone, how would the person react? Would they be happy? Yeah, Olivia, I understand you're part of the group, but if this is this is real life, okay? So real life may, you know, people will speak their heart. Okay, emotions take over. Question here is, when a niece came to meet her, obviously, as Les said, she was expecting her to be complaining and grumbling. And obviously, as someone said, to be depressed and distressed. But her aunt, Mary, greeted her warmly and settled in for a wonderful visit from her favorite niece, Irene. They spent a lot of hours chatting, talking about things, and there was only bliss and happiness in everything. They were sharing, caring, and there was only love. And obviously Irene couldn't realize or thought that when she's going to come, it's going to be sorrowful. But here she's taken aback with her aunt who's only talking of all the goodness. Wow, beautiful cooking, beautiful garden. Look at the sky. Look at everything. And obviously, would you be taken aback if you and I were Irene? I'm asking you, how would you feel? Would you have something in you would say? It's a secret. True. This very aunt is blind and crippled. It's not like you're talking about an ordinary blind and crippled. And only joy, only happiness, only talking of the goodness. So she asked the aunt and she says, how is it possible that you are full of joy when you are actually physically in pain? And her aunt says this, and this is really impactful, is that, I spent 40 years of my life learning God's word and singing his praises. In fact, I memorized much of the Bible simply through years and years of study. Now, whenever I start to feel sorry for myself, and do we feel sorry for ourselves? Are there those down moments of our life? Do we have those down moments at times in the week, at times in the day? At the times when you feel like giving up. This story really would help us. And what she says, she has memorized the I confess boldly. Something on those lines. How we have the I confess. She has picked up her scriptures and memorized them. For these days. And ever she starts feeling sorry. She speaks and sings scriptures and hymns of praise. She's saying, I don't know how my roommates would feel. Because obviously she's, she's in a age care. But it always cheers her up. So 
none of us would like to go old and lose all our faculties. But if that day had to come and we wouldn't like to be prepared, uh, wouldn't you and I like to be prepared with a huge, you know, arsenal of scriptures and songs of praise at your fingertips? When we obey God and hide his word in our heart, he provides blessings in ways that we don't even anticipate. Are we getting this? And if you go to verse 13 in Psalm 119, With my lips, I recount all the laws that come from my mouth. Okay. Now we're going to do a small exercise for five minutes. Okay. How many of you are ready with me for this? We are going to sing all like a medley of few wonderful praise and worship. How many of you are with me? Put an amen if you feel that's okay. Now this is done with a clear-cut intention, if you and I go into any depression patch that comes in, we are going to apply this. Okay? One is the praise that we would have in case where we are alone. But, okay, you have a choice of singing. Now, when you're in your workplace, you can't open your mouth and sing. But if you're in the house and you're going through it, I'm into it. Go for it. Okay? So now let's quickly have a quick medley. I'm using my guitar. And I'm going to be singing. If you want to get up and dance... If you got a chance, okay, to dance and dance, just do it, okay? Forget everything for the next three or four minutes. And I want to share with you how it feels when we come out of it. All of us, including myself, would have something I'm getting, okay? But I'm going to show you how this auntie, Mary, could come out of it. We can also come out of it if we practice it. So let's have a simple medley. Savio, are you okay with me? Sing this? Yes, ma'am. Let's me take it on C. Okay. okay, so I'll start with something just, just very, very simple. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You don't sing together, it'll just you can just uh, mute, but people can sing with me, otherwise, it'll all go. Okay, let's start again. The joy of the Lord is my strength, the joy of the Lord is my strength, the joy of the Lord is my strength. It's not the love, the love. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. I'm so glad. Jesus set me free, singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. I'm so glad. Jesus set me free. I'm 
I just want you to just be upfront and say just two minutes of praising God. Okay, just just two hymns. How did you feel about it? Did you feel wonderful? Did you feel enriched by just you know singing praises to the Lord? I'm just taking us through how the Holy Spirit leads us is to take the what we learn and apply it. Okay, so tomorrow. When we are going through a not so happy patch, what are we going to do? You take your favorite praise and worship him, and let it be on your lips, and forget what you're going through, and just glorify God. Can we do that? Amen. So, see, teaching here should be practical. It's not just we should really apply this in our daily life. And when you feel at peace, because what you did this moment is, we all carried baggages. Even now, there's a smile. How do you know you come out of it when there's a smile on your face? It's not easy to smile if the heart is full of grudges and anger. Okay. But I'm just trying to tell you, if you can take your vocal cords and just take your favorite, you know, praise and worship him. Does anyone have a praise and worship him which is your favorite? Just put it up there. Okay. I'm not that. I'm going to be singing it. But everyone does have a praise and worship him. Brother Savio, do you have something where you could just sing it? Okay, it could be a goodness of God. Okay, but these are simple ones, you know. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is that's the kingdom of God. Okay, I'm so glad Jesus set me free. You could just use any of the, you know, yeah, anything that you would like to use, just to give Jesus the glory during your tough time. Uh, what are you doing is allowing your situation to be lifted to the Lord. Okay, so just use this and, and, and just allow that very hymn that should be in your mouth to just give glory to God. Okay, so I just use very, very simple ones. Uh, but all you can do is just use the ones that you love. And just remember, forget about the five minutes of your life. Think that it doesn't exist. Disconnect completely from the situation. You may be in a heated situation. Trust me, it may be the worst situation. Sorry, praise the Lord. And you have got, you know, this chance to meditate and use the, you know, your beautiful favorite worship. I tell you, things can change immediately. Okay. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead. Others, we have got a lot to cover. Okay. Uh, take me to John chapter 8, verse 31 to 32. The Jews 
who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now question, many of us would come to a point where the devil tells us, does Jesus look at your situation and tell me where is your God? Does the devil talk to us like this? Now, you all know that this is Satan talking in a different format and he's saying, where is your God? You're praying the whole day. Where is your answer? Okay. Now, our question is, if has God has promised something, would he do it? Through that, how many of you agree with me? If he has said it, would he do it? Maybe the timing may not be right for us thinking what should be now. His timing is the perfect time. So the question here, remember, is that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Because even the devil says, oh, look, what's happening? He said, Lord has got something that better. You know, if he's not giving you what you wanted, then be ready for something which you're not even asked for. Because that is going to be coming. Amen. So that is what the word can do once you have it in you. There's another area of our life. We're going to be peeling the onion slowly. Okay, So be ready for a lot of peels taking place during this entire teaching or series. Okay, What does God say about your past? Anyone? How many of you agree that we still live in the past? Many people are residing there. They made the, their residence in the past. Through that, I was one of them. I'm not lying. Me too. The past, and you live in that past and live into that very area where it was your prison part of your life and Satan takes you and puts you back in that prison and says, be there, that's your house. And you stay there only. You're not moving at all. You're just in there. If I was this, I would have been better. If I had done this, I would have been better. You know, if I had gone so much money, I would have been much more richer. Are we getting? We're living out of all the regrets, all the guilts. And we are just ensuring every time we are just not trying to come out of that um, stronghold, but living in it. How many of us agree? This is kind of a disease a man that Satan puts us into and makes that guilt also. Look, if I had married someone richer, I would have been very rich. I would have not seen such days. If I had a degree, I would have not seen such days. If I had money and won the lottery or the big lotto, I would have not seen these days. I wish, you know, I wish I compare, I do that past. People live and reside in the past. God talks about living in the secret place and we decide to live in the past. Now, question here is, if, if people are in the past, if they have done something bad or something bad has happened to them, 
they believe that they can never get out of it okay have you heard of people saying i will never ever be able to get out of this situation i'm going to be stuck in it forever okay this is exactly the lies of the devil and this is exactly what he wants us to be amen to that he is the god of now amen but remember there was someone who prayed that prize of us getting out of the past there was one redeemer 2000 years ago went on the cross and took away our sin when he said took away he actually took it as sin upon him god made him a sin offering to take all the sin of the world and he purchases sin and the other bad things in our life with his own blood and he turns them into something beautiful that is the jesus we love we may not see the best days of our life okay billions and billions of people having money and wealth and power but we see the love of christ in everything we do amen we know we have this wonderful jesus who's with us on this walk of life and he'll always be with us in matthew 28:20 says i will be with you till the end of time so if you were abused as a, as a child maybe sexually molested someone touched you wrongly or someone said to you something that has a deep impact on you maybe a woman is sexually molested but a, a guy or a child would have been slapped or hit by his own uncle or somebody and they made fun of him and you been the black sheep of the family said nothing good can come out of you and that is always lived with you now that inferior life because of your past what we try is we try to best to come out of it but remember god's word has completely forgiven us in fact romans 8:1 says there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus the devil's job is satan means condemnation he is the one who is a liar he condemns he goes out and condemns us in front and says look he has committed this he has broken the law and this should be his punishment christ paid the price and if we walk in to the holy of holies all we have to say is sorry and walk in and repent from our heart truly repent and god will take us back some scriptures here hebrews chapter 10 verse 17 to 18 this one will get us out of our past then he adds their sins and lawless acts i will remember no more and there these have been forgiven sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary how many of you are blessed these are two powerful verses hold on to them the word says their sins and lawless acts i will remember no more even if you have committed the worst sin God says your sin and lawless act i remember no more if you have chosen to repent truly repent i tell you your past is washed away okay and your your sin is forgiven and you it's it's gone isaiah chapter 43 verse 19 another beautiful one 
these are two scriptures now if you are in your past if you had an abusive relationship maybe your husband or wife is abusive and you have moved on from there you have been hammered or beaten by your husband or ex husband domestic violence okay and hammered badly you have those scars maybe they are not physical but spiritual scars that are emotionally wounding you even today you cry these scriptures are for you they will bless you and help you it could be for even a person whose spouse may have moved out of you and gone into other relationship with other men though you are so faithful she chose somebody else over and you couldn't forgive yourself every time that thought comes you don't know what to do verse 19 see i am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it i'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the waste land amen thank you jesus so this is something that you can always use in your daily life okay so i'm just giving you some scriptures that we can use i think there's isaiah chapter 1 was 18 or so do your skin sin are like scarlet so the king remembered we had done this in one of our sessions take that also these are scriptures you are using okay when i'm saying using you have to start having them in you okay so when they are there i say are you using 1 peter 3 9 and you should be ha oh, what is that you should know what the scripture says and are you operating in that isaiah 118 yeah brother thank you brother russell is my biggest blessing he knows the bible inside out <laughs> god has blessed me but we have so many wonderful people in our own tribe group thank you jesus 118 yes come now go for it come now let us settle the matter says the lord Though your sins are like scarlet they shall be as white as snow though they are red as crimson they shall be like wool amen to this okay so you are going to be start using these scriptures when the lord has clearly said he's not going to remember your past anymore clean you may have done the worst sin in your life but the lord is saying the slate has been cleaned off it is no more in your book of life it's not going to be there if he's saying it who's the devil to tell you his word the devil has his own type of bible and he brings those lies into our life are we getting this so if god's word says your sins have been taken away it's gone that big stone that you're holding has been thrown into the water it's gone it doesn't exist amen but remember we cannot base our beliefs on how we feel or what we think but we must always base it upon the word of god so this is what our life journey has to be the power of your words have to be based on what god's word says over the situation the bible should be our guide not how i feel i am feeling like praying today let's pray i'm feeling today or today i'm not feeling like praying i told you whenever you're in a depression mode put your button of praise on start praising god maybe you can't even pray in tongues because i know when you're praying in tongues you need to have you know to be in that presence to be in you know effectively in tongues because if you're praying in tongues and your mind is totally gone start going into praise i shared with you play the guitar go 5 minutes or 10 minutes out of your office into a quiet place and just lift it up in praise amen 
See, we are going to learn to have our lives in a much better place than what we are. So even I'm a student, we are all our students and we'll practice this every week. And on a Friday, we'll come back and say, if it worked for me, it can work for someone else. Are we getting this? We are a family working together with something because we agree on something good happening for us. And if you're blessed, invite someone else also so that we all can be blessed together. Romans 5, 17, 8, 17, two scriptures in this that we need to use. Okay? And when I say we need to use, these scriptures can help you come out of the past, of your abusive relationships, of or sexual molestation when you were a child, of something very bad that happened when you were a child, how you were treated by your, by your own brothers or sisters or, or, or people in your life who you can't forget. Sometimes it's important and these scriptures can help. Now let's go to these uh, two, two scriptures in this and then we quickly go to something that we need to finish. For if by the trespass of the one man, death reign through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Amen. And thank you, Lord, for this wonderful, wonderful scripture. It's just so deep. Okay. I'll take another scripture and then I'll quickly go to the explanation and we go to the next part of this. Okay. Take me to 817 as well. Romans 817. For those who really want to be blessed, use a book and a pen. I always have something to help me because these are scriptures of our daily life. If the devil comes talking to you, then you need to have a scripture ready, knowing that we are no more condemned. Okay? After this, take me to Romans 8.1, okay, before I forget, so that um, Russell uses it a lot and I also use it. Use that scripture. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Amen to this. Isn't this beautiful? Yes. Praise God for this beautiful, wonderful scripture. So when I was trying to talk about, uh, you know, God's word is the highest authority in our lives. It's a mighty sword that he has given us, but we must use it. Like Brother Russell is doing a session on you know, spiritual warfare. The only thing which is offensive, which is fighting back, is the word of God, which you can use on your tongue and use it to fight back. Best all our defensive weapons. So the thing is, it's a mighty sword that he has given us, and but we have to use it. We must speak it and believe it, meditate on it, and um, act upon it. So don't spend your life bowing down to your own carnal thoughts or feelings. It's time to live deeper than the soul. Move from the soul. Go to the spirit. We are spirit. The soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions. All of us are stuck there. Are you getting me? It's time to believe that we are joined as with Christ Jesus. And if we are heirs with him, with heirs with Christ, then we can reign as a king in life through righteousness. Now, I hope you have been blessed. When we are talking about God kind of righteousness, the first thing that comes to mind is the righteousness that we think is to be in right behavior and do things right. Now, have you seen a Mr. Perfect in the world? There are some perfections. 
Do we see them? It's Mr. Perfect is a person who tries to be but finds fault in everyone else. Okay, a person who dresses up well, he says, oh, look at your crumpled, you know, the, the, the sleeve is crumpled. Even if you're old shorter, they find that fault. This fault is there. Somebody comes into your house and says, Aunty, what a beautiful house. Oh, there's a cobweb, but in that corner right there, I can see it, there's a cobweb. The whole house is beautiful, not to be seen, but that cobweb in that corner, that cobweb is there. Are we getting this? We meet such people in our life who try to be perfect because in their perfection, they think everyone else must be close to them. Look, we cannot be perfect in life, okay? Because you will struggle through life trying to do what is expected and society will keep telling us to do what they want us to do. If we have any faith in God, we should also struggle trying to please him by obeying all of his commands and what he has given us, okay? Without that, it's impossible. And this is important for us. Many of our times we spend our lives trying to get something that according to God's word, we have got it freely. But we try to work and do it. How many of us try to be holy by going, praying daily, saying the rosary daily? I'm not saying this is not important. But everybody should know I'm praying four times a day. Everybody should know I'm being fasting. Oh, Brother Vivek is fasting. Oh, he's fasting. Yeah, very good. Huh? So why should that be our representation of who we are. We are trying to show through our good works that God's grace or righteousness is there. Do you think righteousness is earned through our merits or through the works or our good works? Question. It's important for us to know this because many of us fall into this very trap thinking that our righteousness is the way God looks at us. But we need God's righteousness and this is the gift that has come freely to us for Jesus Christ. Anyone who accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of his life, it comes purely by grace which cannot be earned. It's only through faith. Amen to this. It's a free gift you cannot earn it. You know why I was saying your goodness is running after, running after, running after me. You are keeping on speaking this in your life. You are saying the goodness of God is our inheritance. It's my inheritance to be blessed by God because I chose him as the Lord and Savior of my life. Don't you want to be blessed all your life? When I yes. said let's keep seeing the bridge, the goodness of God is running, chasing. Think of God's favor running over you, ahead of you, even if you think bad, good is happening. Even if you're in a situation which is crunch, dead end, God has opened another door. And even your eyes cannot believe, how is it possible? When the world said, finished, God now takes over and plays his name. When the world says, checkmate, checkmate, you're the last one on the piece, checkmate. God says, I have my move yet. And he gets you out of it. God's ways are not our ways. Man's ways are only limited. Where man stops, God stops him. Amen to this, at least. Are we getting this? 
So God's kind of righteousness is favor. And I'll tell you, this is something that we don't earn. It's given to us free. So keep speaking favor of your life. Start speaking good things. Why should you say tomorrow, Monday morning is going to be the worst day of my life? Because Monday has all these problems. Friday is the worst day because it has all these issues. Or Thursday is terrible, I can't tell you. Because this comes. Or Sunday, you know, my in-laws come home. It's terrible. I don't want this Sunday. I hope this Sunday doesn't come. Are we getting this? We speak it and expect it and get it. If it's happening that way, why don't we say, Sunday is so wonderful, my in-laws come. Sunday is so wonderful. I get time to spend with them, learn something new, cook wonderful food with them and spend some quality time. Saturday is so beautiful. I can take my children for sports. And in that process, even I get to meet so many people. I'm such a lovely time. New, beautiful so the way we approach it is through our spoken word. Are we getting this? Yes. Amen? Yes. Yes. So we can always alter our words. Okay. So be careful with what you're speaking. Speak creation. God is always a creator. And God expects us to create. We create with words. We are actually impregnating. So we are creating something new. We're giving life to something with our spoken word. If you give life, give life to a situation that will bless you. Because God has been a blessing in our life. Do not give a situation that will bring you down and take you and your family along. Amen. That's only possible when you have the word with you. Amen. So, 2 Corinthians 5.21. Another scripture important. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. So that's a great exchange that took place. Okay, God took our poverty and gave us his prosperity. There was a divine exchange on the cross. And the exchanges, all our lack was made into abundance. But many of us do not know this. There was that divine exchange. Sin has its repercussion. God sent Jesus as a sin offering. Put all the sin on him. If somebody reads Isaiah chapter 52 and then goes into 53 and see how it says that he was crushed for our iniquities. Imagine crushed. The chastisement of sin of God upon him. And by those wounds, you are healed. When you go deeply to understand it, that really, you know, you understand what he meant by healing. We don't need to pray for healing anymore because it was already done. We only need to claim it and believe we have received it. Amen? Amen. Okay. Exceedingly abundantly, there's a beautiful scripture. I think Brother Russell's favorite scripture. It is uh, Ephesians 3.20. But before that, question to all of us. What should we be expecting in life? Should we expect barely enough and lack? Lord, just give me one morsel a day. Just give me one, just little bit. So much you give me, just I'm happy. Or should we expect God to keep his word and supply 
our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. Question. How should we conduct our lives if we are believers in the word of God? Should we be talking only barely enough and lack? Or should we be expecting God's riches in every situation? Because it's riches in Christ Jesus. God is blessing you with the riches that are in Christ Jesus. So when you say the Lord is my shepherd, what do you mean by a shepherd? Isn't he supposed to feed you? Isn't he supposed to guide you? Isn't he supposed to shield you from all kinds of enemies? Isn't that the true shepherd? And doesn't the word say, I shall not lack? So if you have a shepherd who is supposed to feed you, means he has to put food on your table. He has to give you a job to go and earn that money to put food on the table. He is a shepherd who is supposed to guide you into directions. He is supposed to take care of every area from all kinds of enemies. And also you should not lack anything. Now Ephesians 3.20, one of the most powerful here, this is a very powerful deep scripture now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can even ask or imagine according to his power that is working that is at work within us the depth of the scripture is too deep for us to actually understand when God says I can do even more than we can even ask or imagine imagine we can imagine anything in the world and God says even beyond that you'll be blessed so the question here is, if God is saying this, then why should we be talking lack? Why should we be talking less? Shouldn't we be asking for something even more than we can ask or imagine? Take another scripture. These scriptures should be spoken over your life. Okay, take me to 2 Corinthians 9 verse 7 and 8. Speak these scriptures for blessings over your life continuously. Now, Question before that, have you ever seen a person who is generous, ever lacking? All your life, I mean, I'm just asking you, have you seen a generous person? Ever does that person ever lack anything? If you go, there are some aunties or you go to their house, they may not be rich, but if you go to their house, they'll make you sit and eat food and something for you and before you leave they'll even pack something for you and they'll send some gifts and remove something that they have of their personal stuff and give you and say okay take and go have you met such people we have all of them in our own families or in the friends circle or somewhere they will not allow you to leave the house if you just went there to collect something just to take the keys you say no 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 you have to sit have a coffee have something to eat and no 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 you're not going without lunch oh no i'm going to have lunch at no don't worry. Something will be removed. Even if they don't have, they'll send the husband, go out, bring something and come quickly. Take the scooter, go get something. He's come here. Even that is gone. Have you met such people? In life? Do we feel nice to go to such people's house? Their house is always open. Anyone can walk in and always be blessed. They will never say no. Even little they have, out the little they'll cut half and say, oh, you take this, come on. They have one jackfruit, they came out from the tree, they cut it into four parts and say, okay, you take just two seeds are enough for us. Come on, take all this, go. Give to this one, give to that one, give to that one and give that one. 
they'll keep only two seats. They are always happy to share. Absolutely right. Do these people lack? Question. How do how does life not teach us that people who are generous will never ever lack in much? Scriptures verse seven and eight says, "Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things and at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every." Good work. Put an arm in. Take this blessing. This is a scriptural blessing over our life. Now, for that, God is saying, whatever you have decided to give, just give it. Okay. If you put a heart to give to some church, give to a poor person, give. Just give. Generosity from the heart. It should not be like when you're giving. Oh, so much money. This is too much. <laughs> this is too much. You have to give truly from the heart. And do you know how much blessings will come back? Untold, unexpected. Always you have plenty. Okay. The scriptures are so deep, you know. I'll just say this, and I'll say this right now. This is the words I've written down. I want to read them. Okay. Read these scriptures, verse seven and eight, so many times, so many times, that it becomes part of you, and you become like those aunties or uncles who are generous, and that that whole, you know very mindset of being stingy will be destroyed and we become generous so when we read this over and over and over and until you are squeezed every every single drop of revelation that they offer us god will abundantly supply all of our needs if we simply give to him as an act of faith remember giving is an act of faith okay um was um take me proverbs was 11 24 25 come on quickly one person gives freely yet gains even more another withholds unduly but comes to poverty a generous person will prosper whoever refreshes others will be refreshed what does the lord say a generous person will what gain even more a generous person will what dash will prosper how many of you agree we have all seen these in our daily lives our own uncles someone in our life have been always been talking about them but god says you try it you start giving and you see how prosperity comes your way okay it's so beautiful and take me to proverbs 19 or 17 Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and He will reward them for what they have done. How many of you agree with this scripture? 
if you truly agree put an amen okay don't simply at all brother vivek is asking that's why if you actually done this what the lord is saying just read it in verbat the way he said it he said whoever is kind to the poor lends to the lord you're giving a loan to god and he will reward them for what they have done god gave you a chance to get educated god gave you a chance to come to australia God give you a chance to earn that extra money, or maybe in India or whichever part of the world you are. He gave you the grace to have extra. But there was someone who didn't have a chance to get educated. If they also had educated, they also perhaps would have been where we are, or much much ahead. But they didn't get a chance. And today they are in lack, and you have plenty. And the Lord says, "Whoever is kind to those, lends to me to the Lord." and he will reward not anyone else you're given to him he'll pay back god doesn't pay his interest is not just he works how does the lord bless us does he addition or multiplication 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 amen thank you jesus and let's take a last scripture for today that's matthew chapter 6 verse 33 i hope this is blessing you but it's not just about us okay just oh wow beautiful brother rasul i think brother vivek well good huh? very good teacher how can i apply this in my daily life somebody who's never blessed the poor start blessing the poor and you're lending it to god you are giving a loan to god and he doesn't bless you by saying okay you give one apple i'll give you two apples you give one one portion of meal i'll give you some. you gave some money to the person to build their house or help them with their groceries or something god is going to bless you abundantly amen so let's take uh matthew 633 and we close in prayer after this but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well Now, what is the Lord saying? This do we agree with the scripture? Yes. If you you seek His kingdom and His righteousness, that's all He's saying. All these things that you are talking about will be given to you as well. This is the promise. Many of us run after the things, but God is saying that is a free, it's a free gift. No, but we choose to pay with it. No, no, no. We want to pay, but God says it's free. First, choose me and my righteousness, my kingdom and righteousness. Accept me as the Lord and Savior of your life, and it's all free. So, are we getting the power of our words? Are so critical. Let us start prophesying over our workplace. Let us prophesy over our finances. Let us prophesy over our relationships. Let us prophesy over. I helped. Last time I said, "Jesus, take more of me, give me more of you." Did anyone do it? I flip put an arm in if you really have done it. It was the spirit of the Lord who was trying to, you know. Remember, the first two three days will be difficult. Go through that teaching again. It's not for everyone, but it's for one who want to go deeper into the realms of the spirit. 
now you may say oh brother but the realm of the spirit i know it doesn't come in immediately it takes time the first two days the devil will torture the life out of you try doing it and i'll tell you torture the life he make you go through everything possible when you start meditating but after you finish those three or four days the initial test you'll start seeing yourself being very powerful in the world confident you'll be moving powerfully and that is happening because the spirit is renewed to that extent the people who do that meditation which i was teaching last time and technically do one week out of it it will continue the spirit will start speaking and when you are sleeping also the spirit will be praying continuously and when you i'll tell you there are certain churches okay where if the, if a person comes paralyzed on a wheelchair there are people who say hey it's your turn go there and speak the word and let the person get up and go home they leave the wheelchair there and the person goes walking home they wait for such people to come in the church when will our faith move to that level where we start seeing things these hands you know these very hands that you and i have i tell you in the name of jesus i'm not lying for all the people who are there maybe some must have gone but tonight i want to tell you one thing try it out on your own do not wait for some heat to go through the hands take the same hands as they are if they are cold warm lukewarm doesn't matter say lord these are your hands and when you lay hands on the sick they were healed take that hand on that part of your body and just put the hand there and speak the word and feel that healing going in just move into the action because what is faith faith is when you take action on the spoken word you have to have an action you take a result out of the action see the finished works of christ in what you are doing because if god has started the good work he will complete it are we getting this we have to start operating when will we move from babes or from drinking milk to having solid food take these hands put them on the pain i promise you in jesus name and i'll tell you one thing immediately as you get the healing go on your telegram and put the test put the testimony do not wait for tomorrow morning the devil will rob you of your testimony he's a robber he hates you to testify any small thing that happens where the glory of god is and if you have learned it here and you you know, praise the lord it's not the preacher preacher has no power it is the lord who is blessing you you're applying it and seeing the glory if god said these are my hands remember god is spirit god is spirit he cannot operate without a body he needs your mouth and he needs this body these are his hands touch that part of your body and see the healing taking place say lord i'm healed i'm healed and see yourself with those small small miracles these are the little tiny miracles that keep taking place in your life they give glory to god amen and i'm sure we'll be blessed uh in a mighty way today we're going to pray against spiritual sicknesses a very powerful prayer amen okay for the ones who want to come out of any kind of spiritual sickness this is a prayer of a very very powerful prayer okay let's close our eyes and repeat after me brother sabio everlasting everlasting father everlasting father we pray today we pray today and come against spiritual sicknesses and come against spiritual sicknesses we uncover all evil plots against our lives 
we uncover all evil plots against our lives. We break evil chains that bind us spiritually. We break evil chains that bind us spiritually. We cast out demons and devils that cause diseases and pestilence. We cast out demons and devils that cause pestilence and diseases and diseases to come out of our lives to come out of our lives we remove all evil people who have enslaved us in spirit we remove all evil people who have enslaved us in spirit and exposed us to spiritual illnesses and exposed us to spiritual illnesses. We disconnect ourselves from unexplainable ailments. We disconnect ourselves from unexplainable ailments. We reject all untreatable and untraceable diseases in Jesus' name. We reject ourselves from all we reject all we reject we again as we, we reject all untreatable and untraceable diseases in Jesus name we reject all untraceable ailments and unt- in, G- in Jesus name in Jesus name whether they were given to us at birth whether they were given to us at birth or at older age or at older age we burn them with your holy spirit we burn them with your holy spirit whether they were brought for us by family members whether they were brought for us by family members or by strangers or by strangers we cast them into the pits of hell. We cast them into the pits of hell. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We declare that from today. We declare that from today. We shall live in perfect divine health. We shall live in perfect divine health. We speak purity into our mortal bodies. We speak purity into our mortal bodies. We cleanse our spirit, spirits. We cleanse our spirit of leprosies, of leprosy, cancers, cancers, diabetes, diabetes, hypertension, hypertension. Kidney diseases. Kidney diseases. All ailments in mind, all, body and spirit. All ailments in mind, body and spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Touch us with your healing hand, Lord Jesus. Touch us with your healing hand, Lord Jesus. Give us dominion over the evil spirits in our lives. 
give us dominion over the evil spirits in our lives and that of our children and their children and that of our children and their children let us live in strength let us live in strength to please your holy name to please your holy name i make this prayer i make this prayer in the powerful in the powerful name of jesus name of jesus amen amen and what god's people said all god's people said amen 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 if you're being blessed please invite others please come into morning uh, morning encounter brother russell is wonderful please pray for all of us especially for me brother russell for sister shanin for brother savio janela and all the others especially sister jane and all the others daphne and many other people who are working especially the rosary group so that we all are work for continuously and tirelessly for the lord and continue our mission because that's what god has chosen us to do and we all also be part of it if you like to do and take part and help other people like sister jane who would like to pray with others please put your hand up put it on the group so that you can say i would like also to be praying with you so you can take the load of sister jane as well she's doing a wonderful job we we'll pray for her as well and yeah good night god bless and please share this teaching with somebody bless someone so good night thank you thank you brother sir thank you brother vivek